0: Hey, if you've ever wanted to change things up for the holidays, do something different, but held back because you wondered if your kids would get upset or if your partner would even be on board with it and what your parents or your in laws would think, this episode's for you. I'm going to give you the one thing you need today to make memories and enjoy the holidays in peace instead of feeling pressured, chaotic, and overwhelmed. Woohoo! Let's go! Hey, hey, welcome to The Eva Show. I'm Eva Miller. As a domestic violence survivor turned life and wellness coach, I'm on a mission to help you acknowledge your worth, reclaim your power, and find your voice in this noisy world. If you're feeling stuck and looking for help, or you just wanna be reminded that it's a-okay to be your unique self in a conforming world, you're in the right place. You ready to ditch expectations other people have put on you and rise to become who you've always wanted to be? Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back to the show. I'm Eva Miller, your host and favorite life coach. Most of the time when I do these episodes, I intentionally choose topics to explore and discuss things I feel will do one of three things. Remind you of what an incredible, unique gift you are to the world, solve a problem you have, or inspire you in some way. And when it comes to offering a solution to a problem, I really try to hit problems that lots and lots of people have. Because what else am I here for other than to be helpful and make the world a better place for as many people as I can? But today's episode, while it does potentially solve a problem, it may not be a problem for a large amount of people. It might only be a problem for a select demographic of people. Halloween was a couple of days ago, and with the holiday season shifting into a higher gear now, I wanted to record an episode specifically for those who are feeling that pull, that tugging, Maybe you would even call it a calling, whatever you call it. It's the thing that makes you wish you could do something different for the holidays, something with a lot less pressure and anxiety attached to it. I think holiday traditions are so wonderful. They're usually steeped in meaning and symbolism, and they bring comfort, a sense of belonging and joy to the people who participate in them. And the more cultures I've been exposed to the more diverse traditions I've witnessed, and I really think it's a beautiful thing. Some people have a lot of holiday traditions they absolutely love and look forward to every year. They love all the the happenings and the hustle and bustle of shopping and cooking and decorating and having people over to their house and going to one party after another over the course of the season. I'm not against anyone who values and loves doing all those things or putting their energy into them, but. Some people want a low-key holiday. That's who this episode's for. So I want to ask, has anybody ever told you you can have a breakaway holiday? Did you know you actually don't have to do and participate in everything your family and friends expect you to? That you don't have to spend every spare minute wearing yourself out. You don't have to go into debt buying things to try to make other people happy. Did you know that you don't have to use your limited time off running from place to place or filling every minute of your life with stuff that's been dictated or expected by others? In just a minute, I've got something really special for you. Herd mentality is strong. You've been programmed to to live a life that others approve of. It's easier to go along and try to get along than to rock the boat. But this is your life and you only get one. I've said it before, I'll say it again. This isn't a dress rehearsal like at a wedding where this is practice and the real thing happens later. Let's be honest, holidays are stressful. Family want to see you, kids want stuff, there are gifts to buy and wrap, special holiday food dishes to make, decorations to put up, and those things in and of themselves, they're not bad things. But man, when you put them all together at once and try to get them done in a short amount of time, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. Parents buy their kids too much crap. It stems from a good place. They want to see them happy and smiling and excited. And sometimes they're trying to give them a feeling or even material things that maybe they think they missed out on. But the reality is you could buy your kid every single thing he wants right now and give it to him for Christmas. And within just a few days, he's going to start naming off more stuff he wants because there's never an end to the things we want. We always want more. But if you'll think back to when you were growing up, among all the gifts you were ever given, I'll bet you only remember a few specific ones that you got for Christmas. Like, you probably got a ton of gifts through the years, but not all of them meant the same thing to you. Too many people feel like they have to impress others with the amount they spend on gifts. Perfect decorations. Trying to make their house or their yard look like something out of a Hallmark Christmas movie with perfect gift wrapping and bows. Some people seem to want to impress other people with everything they have to do like there's some kind of award for being busy. Yeah, I still have 37 people to buy gifts for and when I get off work I've got to bake 10 pies. Four cakes and make eight side dishes to go with the turkey ham and the turducken we eat every year. When I'm coaching a client who is struggling with people pleasing, I always ask if what they're doing is because it's what they think is best for them and their family, or because they think somebody else will like it, be impressed by it, or approve of them. And it's no different with creating a holiday season or a celebration that you want, one that's not dictated by somebody else's expectations whether they're expressed directly or just assumed indirectly look times are hard inflation is insane it's up to somewhere between 8 and 10% i read but the cost of consumer goods has increased by 50 to 100% i'm not entirely sure why that is but i know what it ultimately means it means people are struggling now more than ever before the atmosphere in the world is heavy And it's beyond time for a breakaway holiday. And if this is something you've wanted, if you've toyed with the idea of doing something different or new, and you weren't sure you could, and you didn't know where to start, or what that could even look like, I've got you. You ready? I'm holding something in my hand. It's small, very powerful. It's a piece of paper. And there's some writing on it. It's a permission slip. It says, you can celebrate and spend your holiday any way you want. Huh. Cool. Maybe you want to buy fewer things and spend more time enjoying the simple moments with the people you love the most and the ones you work so hard to enjoy spending time off with. Maybe you want to rest during your time off, not shift things into higher gear. You probably know within yourself what it is you want to do. You might have trouble uncovering it, but it's in there. But I'm going to throw out a couple of things for those who feel stuck and don't know which way to pivot. Some people limit what they buy and the way they buy for their family. And they don't necessarily do it because funds are limited, although it does work for that. Some people do it to keep the holidays intentional and meaningful instead of letting them get out of control. I knew a family, um, their kids were little when I knew them, and they gave every person in their family four things total. Something they want, something they need, something to wear, and something to read. I don't know how long they kept doing it that way, but that's a pretty good place to start as you contemplate what you might want your holiday to look like. How about giving experiences this year instead of material things? Like zoo memberships, amusement or water park passes, mini golf passes, concert tickets, gift cards to the movies or bowling alley for extended family what about practical gifts or maybe this would even work for like young adults who've gone off to college or something what about easing the burden of inflation on them you know they're probably on fixed incomes whether they're elderly or young adults and just starting out their life or just don't need a lot of stuff cuz they already have a full house of things how about buying them gift cards to restaurants or like DoorDash or Uber Eats what about a basket with personal hygiene items stuff like Q-tips and body wash and soap and tissues, buying all that stuff adds up really fast. Household supplies like paper goods or cleaning supplies or even medicine cabinet supplies. Buying them services, that's also a good idea like yard work or house cleaning or handyman services. What about taking a trip instead of giving any gifts? You know, on that trip, depending on your family size and the ages of your kids, you could do something special or silly. You could take an excursion or something. As far as doing silly things goes, do you remember in Friends when Ross and Monica settled an argument by competing for the Geller Cup? It was that ugly troll doll that had just, somebody had nailed it to a piece of wood. It was huge to their characters, and it had a lot of memories attached to it. Anything that you did along those lines would be funny and would be remembered for a long time. You could make a type of a goofy prize. You know, you could divide into teams and play like a best three out of five series to win it. And if it was something you liked, you could do it again next year. Maybe the game changes, but that would still be the prize. And, you know, maybe over time it would move throughout the family. We live in a world where everybody posts their perfections and their highlight reels on Instagram and TikTok. But holidays don't have to be perfect. And I hope you don't fall into the trap of thinking that they do, because perfect is defined differently by people. Many years ago my mom and stepdad rented a cabin in the Smoky Mountains and they took our family with them for the weekend. It was a beautiful place. They had like a pool table in one of the rooms and there were it was a multi level house and there were porches on each level and one of the porches had a hot tub on it and it overlooked the mountains. And we hiked to some waterfalls nearby and we ate at the local restaurants, of course. And other than my foot slipping and getting submerged in the water when we were hiking to the waterfalls, it was a perfect and pretty uneventful trip. And I hate to say it, but other than the hot tub, it was kind of on the, on the forgettable side. But years before that, my mom and stepdad came to visit us when we lived in North Carolina, and we decided that we would go to the beach for a few days. We got everything packed up, and we were ready to leave straight after church on Sunday afternoon. And we drove to the condo several hours later, we got there and the condo was on the fifth floor and there were no elevators. So all of us made multiple trips up and down, schlepping all the bags and the supplies upstairs. And, you know, mom and I got up there and we, after we took a couple loads, we turned on the AC and we were trying to make sure everything was, you know, squared away. And Moose and my stepdad came in and sat down. And mom was, you know, hey, when are you guys going to get the rest of the stuff? You just taking a break? And they were like, nah, we got it all. (laughs) Mom goes, no, you didn't. Our stuff's missing. (laughs) And my dad was like, what do you mean our stuff's missing? Mom said, well, the food and the snacks that we packed are here, but the suitcase with our clothes and the bag with the toiletries are still down in the van. My dad and Moose were like, no, they're not we checked every row and cubbyhole. Van's empty. As the reality sank in, (laughs) my mom kind of started losing her mind a little bit. She wasn't like screaming or anything. It was more like that, you know, that high-pitched tone of disbelief that every mom has, you know, when she's struggling to fully understand and as the ramifications of what's happened starts to set in, right? And she starts verbalizing it all. And it was, it came out a lot like, Oh my gosh, we have nothing. We don't have any bathing suits. Oh, we don't have toothbrushes. Oh my gosh, we don't have anything. We don't have clothes or we don't have body wash or, or, or beach towels. We, we have nothing. And my stepdad is all chill. He's kind of nodding his head as it starts to sink in that when they were getting everything loaded into the van before church, they left a couple bags sitting by my front door. And mom was, the, the quieter he remained or the longer he remained quiet, the more in a frenzy mom got. I think she was waiting for a reaction from him. I don't know if she was also looking for him to get excited like she was or for him to be like, oh my gosh, I don't know what she was expecting. But she just kept saying, we have nothing. And she kept putting emphasis in different words in the same sentence. And so then she was like, We have nothing. And then she was like, You understand what I'm saying? We don't have anything. We don't have Q tips or anything. We have nothing. And after a few minutes, Moose very casually looked over at my stepdad and said, Hey, what size is your waist? And my, my dad said, 34. And Moose goes, Mine too. You can wear some of my clothes. And then he looked my mom dead in the face and said, Correction, he has something. You have nothing. And of course, we're all, well, okay, almost all of us. Mom did not <laughs> bust out laughing like the rest of us did. We had to go into town and we had to buy all the crap that they needed. And not the first day, but after the first day, it became a running joke. And we repeated the phrase, we have nothing, throughout that whole trip. It cost a lot of money to replace all the things that they needed, of course. But we did the bare minimum, and it turned out fine. And when we left, we went back to my house. And before they flew back home to their house a few days later, you know, we had a nice dinner together and had a good dessert. And Moose presented my mom with a certificate. And it was a a certificate of nothing because she had nothing, but it was hilarious. After the first day, it was funny. And of course, the farther away we got from it, the funnier it became. And mom still has that certificate. And that trip happened in 1995. It was absolute chaos. It was more expensive than anybody planned or wanted it to be. But it was the most memorable time we've had. That trip was perfect. Because the imperfection of the trip is what made it so memorable. That trip to the Smokies I mentioned first, it was great. But other than the hot tub, like I'm sure we made fun memories. I think we played games. I don't really know. But when you're trying to create or do something new, remember what you're really going for. You're not going for perfection. You're going for memories. And so even if it's not perfect, it can still be okay. In fact, in some ways, the more sideways it goes, the more memorable it becomes. So try doing something that's got meaning to you. You know, if going on a big trip's not an option, what about going on a smaller one? You can be a tourist in your own area or just go a little ways away from home. You know, I live 100 miles south of Atlanta, and I've never been to the world of Coke. I've been kind of curious to go, but I just haven't gone and I I probably will at some point, but you know, you can go somewhere or do something that is new or interesting or has meaning to your family. And if that looks like going to a city nearby, do that instead of giving gifts. In 10 years, you're probably not going to remember the gifts anyway. Probably not even going to remember them in five, unless it was something really sentimental, like a piece of jewelry or something, you know, that you'll still have. Don't be afraid to get creative just step out and try something. Even if it's not something you love and want to do every year, you can always change things up and do them differently. Where you start isn't always where you have to stay. You can go somewhere different. And don't be afraid to keep the food simple. Honestly, I'm not sure why people make as many rules around food as they do. I get it. You know, we there are some things we eat only at like Christmas or Thanksgiving or Easter, and that Does kind of play a role in setting that holiday apart and marking it as special. But at the same time, it's hard to squeeze all the special things in at the same time as all the other special things special food, special clothes, special dishes, special this, special that, special gifts, special traditions, special outings. It gets to be a lot. Families love the big meal. We all like, we're just, we bond over food. A lot of the time. And if the stress of having a huge meal with all your special recipes that you don't normally make overshadows the spirit you're trying to capture and makes you grumpy and unable to enjoy the holiday yourself, maybe separate those layers. Have the big meal on a different day or at a different time of day. You don't have to do everything at the same time just because it's how you've always done it before. Maybe nobody's told you this, but you can do it. You absolutely can. I challenge you to make a holiday that takes you away from the norm, one that doesn't have all the emotional strings attached to it, all the pressure and the anxiety. Break away and have a beautiful holiday that has meaning and value to you, even if it doesn't look like one you've done before, and even if you never do it again. Use this permission slip to do whatever you want. It's your life. Make it as beautiful and colorful and busy and loud or as low-key and chill and calm as you want. If you change things up and do something different this year, please let me know. I really want to hear about it. Until then, talk to you next week. Okay, changemaker. that's it for me this time. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're interested in working with me, you can book a Blue Skies Discovery Call. It's totally free. The link is in the show notes. Thanks for being here. Talk to you next Monday.